Welcome to our Mothers Who Know webcast. My name is Stacy Roundy, and we are so excited to be joining with Mormon.org to light the world in 25 ways over 25 days. As Mothers Who Know, we meet online weekly to discuss ways we can strengthen ourselves against the adversary, protect and defend our families, and find healing as we strive to access the light of the world, Jesus Christ. I'm going to turn the time over to our founder, Karen Broadhead. Hello, I'm Karen Broadhead, director of Mothers Who Know. Jesus Christ did light the world when he taught, Blessed are they that mourn. A mother's heart can be the first to freely give and the most fierce in a fight for the safety, honor, and success of her child. But the truth is, We are at war against an enemy who relentlessly seeks to destroy our families. And as mothers in these latter days, despite our desires and vigilance, people we love and fight for can sustain serious wounds. We can find ourselves standing in shock and confusion on a path that doesn't seem to align with our intended celestial course for our family. As we mourn our losses, we can feel isolated, betrayed, and full of fear and shame. Perhaps in our darkest place, we believe the deceiving fog of Satan's lies, that we are a disappointment to God and don't deserve his help. I am honored to testify in behalf of thousands of mothers who know that Christ is the reason for our healing. It is because of His compassion that we are filled with His light. Mother to Know was created because 10 years ago I was struggling realizing that I had a son in the bonds of addiction to pornography. He was such a noble amazing young man, and I had no idea what to do in that place. I thought I'd checked all the right boxes to avoid something like that. And when I realized that I didn't understand the science of addiction, so I didn't understand that it takes people a long time to heal from addictions, and I didn't understand the spiritual side of waiting upon the Lord and what my role was as a mother. And I felt really isolated and alone. My son was involved in a program called Sons of Helaman. And in that program, just as the name Sons of Helaman depicts, they teach these young men that they are warriors, sons of God who fight for his great cause. They do it in the spirit and with specific training and tools that highlight their ability to remember who they are, to remember what they value, and to recognize the adversary and how he is trying to stop them from winning their personal battles and getting to a place of recovery. It was my son's efforts that started changing and his confidence that started increasing that made me curious about what he was learning. And it was so inspiring to me to then start creating a class about self-mastery and addiction prevention. 
from these life-changing principles in this book, Like Dragons Did They Fight, by Maurice Harker. What I recognized was my life is changing, and I have so much more personal confidence and peace. It wasn't about checking boxes. It was about my heart. It was about being a covenant keeper. And it was about who Heavenly Father knew I needed to become and what I needed to learn about mothering a child in a place where I didn't know the answers. And I think all mothers mother children in those places, whether they're in addiction or any other thing that we face as mothers. Nobody hands us the answers. The Lord wants us to rely on Him. And what I recognize is nobody knows what they're doing. Nobody knows how to handle something they've never handled before. Nobody knows the answer, and everybody has the same resource of light from our Savior, but everybody also is being attacked in such an intense way from the opposition in our world. And the darkness that we face, which comes from our adversary, Lucifer, the father of all lies. So I started Mothers Who Know. What it turned into is this wonderful, incredible support system that we could offer for free to any woman in the country to come and find training and support and sisterhood and come out of a place of isolation and loneliness, not knowing what to do with the messes at her house. Mothers You Know has been the greatest blessing because, as you'll notice in our podcast, this incredible group of women have great insight into who they are, who the Savior is, and how important it is for us to know principles about how to win our personal battles. My name is Emily, and I am a mother who knows. I have been affected, whether it's personally or through my family, by depression, suicide, addiction, and self-destructive behaviors. But because we've been affected by these things, we, meaning me and my family, are grateful for the Savior and His atonement for us, each and every one of us individually, and for the strength that we and I personally feel and the empowerment that it gives us to not only see the darkness in this world, but to see the light. It sometimes is a vulnerable thing to talk about hard topics and personal situations, but what a blessing it is to find others that are facing the same challenges, mothers that are facing the same challenges personally and as a family, and grateful for the support that we can have on this amazing Mother Who Knows program. Hi, I'm Lori, and I am a mother who knows, and I am just so grateful for the knowledge, I guess, that I've been able to tap into to be able to know that the goal is to always have the Spirit to be with me and to help my children gain the tools to be able to have the Spirit, because when we have the Spirit, we win all of our battles. And my love for my children has, wanted, has, of course, wanted me to arm them with tools of faith and righteousness in our Savior, Jesus Christ. And I know that 
as I've watched my children grow, that they are so powerful and that the adversary wants to take them down and he will do all he can to do so. But my goal has been to arm them with power and light and righteousness so that they can be all that Heavenly Father intends them to be. And I'm just so very grateful. I'm Debbie. And before I knew that I was a mother who knew, I was I was a wife. And almost 32 years ago, my husband and I met in an orchestra, got married, and just imagined that life would be a certain way and that we would just always make beautiful music together. And the music has been beautiful, but it it's gotten deeper and richer as the years have gone on. And that that led me to Mothers Who Know. And it was something that happened over time and over distance. It it was not an immediate discovery for me. It was it was incremental. And just a few months ago I logged on for the first time and almost immediately knew that that was exactly what I needed, not only to help my son, but also, and maybe more importantly, to help me. Shortly after that, my son did enroll in Sons of Helaman and is still in Sons of Helaman. But I think that the things that he has learned and the things that we have learned as a family have really helped to shine light in dark places. I think that when there's addiction that certainly the addict feels isolated, but I think very often those who support someone in addiction feel that isolation as well and this is a wonderful way to to know who's on your team and to know what you're fighting for and so mothers who know is part of my my weekly battle plan my name is emily and i am a mother of five kids i think my journey is a little bit different than everybody else's I started listening about two years ago when my oldest son was 10 years old, realizing that I needed to know what was going on in the big pornography world, and I needed to know how to arm myself and my kids. And I had no idea how this learning the principles in Mothers Who Know would change me and bless my family in the next years. The best thing about Mothers Who Know is that it has taught me that Heavenly Father has a plan for each one of His children, and it's not necessarily my plan for my children. And as I have learned to step away from that and trust in Him, I have seen miracles within my family. The other miracle that being a mother who knows has brought to me is I currently have an amazing sister who lives with me who is a drug addict. And the principles I have learned from Mothers Who Know has taught me to be a sister who knows and a woman who knows. And I I know how much the Savior loves each one of us so much. 
I know that by standing by him, I can defeat the enemy that is trying to get to me and to my sister and to my family. I am so grateful to be a mother who knows and to be able to have tools that I didn't previously know that would help me to be stronger and defeat the adversary, the enemy. I'm Jen W. I have six children. The age ranges are from 22 to 8. And I am a mother who knows. And I came by the program at a time when I felt the deepest pain I've ever felt in my life as multiple family members were struggling. And I know that that I was led there. And the best thing about Mothers Who Know is that I learned how much support I have. And I found that I'm a warrior for my Savior. I found that I have power through Him to help others, to help myself, to help my family. I needed the program. My kids, they're going to struggle and they, they have help. But I needed it for me. I needed to know that I have an army of people with me that we're all working to fight, fight with our Savior and to be, to be positive. I feel like I have a, an opportunity and possibly even an obligation to share this with other people. I am Jen. I am a mother who knows, and I'd love to shout it from the rooftops. Because it has been such a blessing in my life. I started with the Mothers Who Know group November 2014. And when I came, I was looking for a safe place and a place where I could learn about the adversary. And I was so shocked to find out how the adversary was really attacking me. I had no idea how he would talk to me in my own voice. Since then, I've attended Mothers Who Know regularly. And each of the ladies on Mothers Who Know have become dear friends of mine. I feel like I learn from each of their spirits and that they touch me deeply. I feel the connection with Karen because she makes us such a safe place. And you can feel the spirit and you feel a sense of peace. I've learned how to fight for my family and why it's important to fight for my family and to never give up. I've supported a son in the program and found so many blessings from that. Thank you, Karen, for inviting me to share in this Light the World Mothers Who Know podcast. I'm really grateful to be a part of this today. I'm grateful to be thinking of the Savior at this time of the year. And also, I'm grateful for how I found Mothers Who Know. Karen Broadhead is my sister and So I started learning about the principles taught in life-changing services through her Eternal Warriors class, the first one she ever taught. And then she started up Mothers Who Know, and I started listening to the recordings, and they've been a great strength in my life. I've learned so much for my family, for my children, for myself. I've learned so much from the strength of other women sharing their hearts and faith and especially their strength. And I find great comfort in listening to mothers of all different ages and stages of life and also hearing their faith and how they come through trials and hardships 
and also how they celebrate joys. And I'm grateful that Mothers Who Know is centered around teachings of the Savior and gospel doctrine. And I'm thankful for that and the spirit that I feel when I'm part of Mothers Who Know. My name is Deborah. I'm 40 years old and I have seven children and one on the way. I am a mother who knows pain of a husband and a son who struggle with pornography addictions. I know the pain of betrayal trauma and the pain of watching my loved one losing battles to our one and only enemy who is Satan. My husband and son are very good men, but Satan had had drugged them down to such dark places. At first, I have navigated this, this very painful path in a place of shame. But as I came and found mothers who know, it lifted me up out of that shame and out of the lies that Satan tells me. As I found Sons of Helaman for my son, mothers who know for me, and for the worth group, that's for the wives, as husbands who have their own pornography struggles, I have come to realize that the lies that Satan tells me, that I'm alone, that I'm a terrible mother and a terrible wife, I have realized that they are all lies, and that I am not alone, and that I am enough. I have realized by attending Mothers Who Know and the Worth Group that I have come to know exactly who my Heavenly Father needs me to be. I am enough. With all my imperfections, the Lord uses me for good. I love the quote from Jeffrey R. Holland when he says, Imperfect people are all God has ever had to work with. That must be terribly frustrating to him, but he deals with it. So should we. And I have learned that the Lord uses my imperfections to help those around me who I love dearly. And I'm so grateful as I have come to learn this and be able to stand by the tree and beckon my children and my husband to come. Some of them have, and some of them have chosen not to. I'm very grateful for this program. My name is Stephanie. I'm a mom of five. My oldest is 20. He's on a mission currently. I know what it's like to support a loved one in their battles. Son had struggled for about six years with an addiction to pornography, and we were trying everything we could to help him. Finally found the Sons of Healman program and life-changing services, and and mothers who know for me. And what I realized was something pretty important, that the Savior couldn't really do his job and help my wounded soldier until I got out of the way. And once I did that and I I turned to the Savior, I realized that he could help me too. And that my son wasn't broken. He was just, he was just trying his hardest to fight with the wound. And after a long battle with those six years, my son was able to find recovery and I'm so grateful for that. But I found something I think that's even more amazing in that just the Savior is there for all of us with all of our challenges. And he's the one, he's the one that, that is the medic 
that can take care of our wounded soldiers and, and take care of all of our wounds. And so I'm so grateful for mothers who know for lovingly telling me to get out of, out of the way and letting me know and releasing me from the belief that I had that I had to be the savior for my son. And that was just really powerful in our lives. And now because of that, my other children are, are learning how to access the atonement in their lives. Even at a young age, they know that he's there for them. And I'm just so grateful for the support that I've been given. And I love being able to support other mothers in the same way and help shine a light for them. My name is Diane. I'm a mother who knows. About three years ago, I was in a point in my life where I told my husband life was perfect. I couldn't imagine it. In either way, I was just, I was feeling so blessed and in the back of my head, a little thought was there and you always hear that for all the highs you have, there's usually equal of lows and vice versa. And I was like, oh, is there going to be something hard coming? And quickly pushed it away. I was loving where I was at. And then about a year after that is when I found out my daughter was struggling with self-worth issues and she had contemplated suicide and it was just having a hard time making good choices. And we had a, a few hard months and I was introduced to the like Dragons Did They Fight book. And I started reading that and I was like, wow, the way they described how Satan talks to us was exactly how he speaks to me. And I could not put this book down. It was a godsend. My husband had told me that they had a Sons of Helaman program, and the first thing I wanted to know was, do they have a program for the girls? Because my daughter could certainly benefit from that. And I learned just shortly after that that there was, and we got her in a program. And so right away I learned that there was a Mothers Who Know group, and I started participating, and right away I learned that there was a lot missing in my life. I thought that I was right where I needed to be, and I had a lot of growth to do. I had a lot to learn. When I first found out my daughter was struggling, I fell apart. I, I think I operated off of fear. Satan had me right where he wanted me, and I found myself reacting with that fear. I have learned that that is not how our Heavenly Father wants us to operate. We cannot hear the Spirit if that's how we're operating. So I have learned to get out of the way and let the Spirit do the work. I um, love the saying that um, mothers know, I think it's our motto, stay by the tree. That has come to mean a lot in my life. It's really easy to get caught up in someone else's tornado but if I stay by the tree and reach for them, I can pull them to safety a lot easier. I can't bring them to safety if I'm turning in that tornado with them. And one thing I've realized is that I have become a more resilient person. Two years ago, I, I broke. I was worthless as a mother. I think I was crying all day long. I was worn out. And... I found a year later, as my daughter relapsed, 
I was resilient and I didn't fall apart and I was able to be there and help her. And that's what Mother Who Knows has done for me. It has helped me become a stronger person. My name is Stacy, and I am a mother who knows. I have five living children and one who has passed away. I deal with sometimes disabling depression. I have learned that I can find peace and joy through Jesus Christ, regardless of the choices of my children. And part of that is gaining a specific understanding of the ways the adversary relentlessly attacks me on a very individual level. And probably the thing that I have learned most in the last few years of attending Mothers Who Know is that my children already have a savior and that it isn't me. Hi, I am so blessed to be Karen's mother and to be a part of this, Mothers Who Know. I come from a different season of life than most of the ladies here on Mothers Who Know. But I want you to know that I have a testimony of what mothers are in our lives. I watched my mother every day. I watched her work, clean, cook. Every day we had breakfast, lunch, and dinner on the table. Every day she packed my father's lunch. Every day he went to work. He came home and he loved my mother and he loved us kids. Later in her life, when she became very old and sick, she lived with me for four years. She broke down and cried. And she said, Verla, I'm so sorry that I was never a good mother to you and your sisters and your brother. That was the first time in all of my life that I ever knew that my mother didn't feel that she was a good mother. To me, she was a wonderful mother. That's all I knew. That's all I saw every day. I saw her wear this apron that I have on today because I thought, oh, I want my mother to be with me today when I talk. This is an old apron that's worn and, and torn, and I've tried to mend it because I want it to last all of my life. I will be 74 in a few days, and I'm thinking, what can I share that will help a mother who's struggling, who thinks she's not a good mother. I think I don't think there's ever been a mother in the world who didn't think that she was doing her very best, but every day she got up and did it again. And I think that's what my mother did. She got up every day. I didn't know if she doubted herself. I didn't know if she had anything that bothered her. We hold in our hands the happiness of more people than we can imagine, Brother Irene said yesterday when I was reading the enzyme. Tell us about this mother who, she was expecting a baby, and when her baby was born, there was a challenge because it was not normal. And this is a story that she tells. I boarded the plane and I thought I was going to Italy because I always wanted to be in Italy. I always wanted to visit Italy. And as the plane landed, I looked around and I saw windmills, tulips, 
this isn't Italy, this is Holland. She said, Holland, I didn't want to go to Holland. I want to be in Italy. The stewardess said, oh, I'm sorry. You won't get to go to Italy. You'll be in Holland the rest of your life. And as she goes on and it tells the joys that she found and the joys that could come in Holland, our lives may never be just as we want. We may have unexpected challenges, unexpected things, disappointments come in our lives. We may end up in Holland in our life, not Italy. But there's joy and happiness that can come to our hearts there. And I pray that every one of us know that. It may change from day to day. We might be in Italy one day and Holland another. With crisis or disappointments with children, husbands, even neighbors, members of the board. I know in my life now, Karen said, Mother, you're melancholy. And I thought, what does melancholy mean? I never use that word. So I got the dictionary out, this old lady that's not a college graduate. And I thought, I'm going to look up what melancholy means. It means depressed, sad, lonely. Could a mother of 74 years old be sad, depressed, be melancholy? She can. When Daddy and I came home from our mission a year ago in Georgia, life seemed to have changed here. I wasn't needed so much. I didn't have the same friends. They had moved on to other people. And I found myself feeling sad and kind of alone. I found that I had to do something. I had to pick myself up. I had to go out the door, get in the car, go visit someone that I knew was alone and was sad and depressed. How that built and helped build my life anew. Service is a great thing, and I am so thankful for it. I'm so thankful for mothers who know. I'm thankful for each of you, and I'm thankful that you want to be a mother who knows. Who knows the answer? who knows that she never quits trying. One of my children of our seven is struggling, and I can't stop being a mother. I can't give up just because I'm old and gray. I have to still be a mother, one who encourages, one who loves, who helps pick that child up and help him on his way. I'm thankful to be here today. And I want to say this from the bottom of my heart. I love you because you want to try to be better and do better. Every day when people look at you and they don't even know you think you have a problem. And I say I love you. Thanks for loving old ladies. One of the things I really appreciate and have learned through the years is that there is a really safe place here for people to lay out their burdens and their sorrows and have a safe place to mourn. And like the scripture that is themed for this day, I enjoy 
learning that we can have heavy hearts and we can be seeking answers and there are places to find it. And something I've learned throughout my life is sometimes I think the things that come into our life that are hard and heavy and scary and lonely and confusing are often sometimes there because the Savior needs us to find Him. And the way that we can find Him is by sometimes being really humbled or taken to our knees to where we know and sometimes are forced even to acknowledge that we need Him and that the only way that we're going to get through what we're going through at the time is only through Him turning our trust to Him, laying our burdens at His feet, being able to completely know that He has us. And that takes a lot of letting go of our pride and letting go of our fears and trusting that God has us in His hands and that our Savior will give us the enabling power and the ability to fight through whatever we need to fight through. And I'm grateful that I can learn ways that I can better fight for my family, better find answers to strengthening myself and also being able to come closer to the Savior. I know He lives. I know that He loves me. He loves each one of us and I want to serve Him and I'm the happiest when I'm doing those things to serve Him and to lift others. And I know without a doubt that the greatest happiness that we can experience is when we reach out to those who are mourning or in sorrow or need our help. And I know that the Savior gives us the ability to help and lift as we listen to the Spirit and follow the Spirit. The thing that has helped me so much is putting on my helmet of salvation every morning. When I talk to my Heavenly Father and testify back to Him about His plan, all of a sudden, it's okay. He has, he has me in His plan. He has my kids in His plan, and it's His. He's in charge. And when I let Him be in charge and have faith in that, all of a sudden, I have power. I have faith in my Savior, Jesus Christ, that it'll all turn out okay. And then I can go about my day. And it's been just such a blessing to me to thank my Heavenly Father for the plan that He has, because it is amazing. And when I forget that, and when I get distracted by the so-called enemies, I think, in my life, that's when Satan gets to me. And so I have to separate those two things and realize what is going on. That's awesome. Thank you, Diane. I think if I try to see things through my Heavenly Father's eyes or through Christ's eyes, that helps me see things different. Awesome. Deborah, when you introduced yourself, you mentioned that you have experienced betrayal trauma. There's so many women that struggle in a place of betrayal, and it is such a hard place to be in. The way that you have navigated to a place to be able to see your son and your husband or the men that they are, the sons of God that they are, you 
as a woman have a lot to say, I know what that is to be on the good side and the bad side of that. And so is there any insights you'd like to share? It's been a long journey because at first, you know, you know, my son was the enemy and then it was my husband that was the enemy. And when I realized they're not the enemy and I was fighting against them and put us in a really bad place. But as I learned that they were not the enemy, that they were not, that Satan was my enemy. And that was huge for me to realize that the battles that they were having had not really anything to do with me and that they weren't doing it to me. Does that make sense? And so they weren't being evil to me. And that was huge to realize when I did that and directed my anger at the right place at Satan and used my warrior chemistry and, and warriored up, we were able to break through some very difficult times, work through a lot of the, the trauma and the pain that has been caused. And I have been able to forgive and move forward through such a painful process and just learn that, you know, I'm, I'm not their savior. You know, they have a savior and I am there as their mom or their wife and that I love them and that they love me and we're, we're fighting this together. Oh, that's beautiful. And you have to get to a place of forgiveness and recognizing who you are as Heavenly Father's daughter to actually look around and see people who have caused you pain or trauma in your life and say, I love them and I know they love me and everybody's doing the best they can. Thank you so much. There is nothing more frightening than feeling like you are stuck somewhere without any help. And often when we are in the hardest places of our lives, we can't see the help that's available to us because we feel like the only way to be safe is to isolate ourselves into safe places. Because what if someone found out what things really look like in my mind, in my heart, or at my house, or with that child, or in this marriage? What if they really knew that? Then probably no one would want to be my friend anymore. So I'm a mother who knows and have created mothers who know because I was a woman in a very dark place and I didn't know where the help was. And now that I do know and have a testimony of where that help comes from and how real it is, the thing that motivates me and makes me want to show up to mothers who know every week is that there are women just like me were in that dark place and I know now that I didn't have to stay there I didn't even need to be there but it sure seemed like that was the only place to be safe but now I know that we are meant to be warriors for Jesus Christ and to stand for his great cause of truth and freedom and that we allow him to do his great work And we do all we can to support him in his work by being imperfect every day. And it's our love for him that will help us. 
Something miraculous happens when someone who has figured out how to stand in the light notices what another woman looks like when she's in that dark place that is familiar because she's been there too. And she can extend the safe hand that says, coming into the light is worth it. But in order to do that, you have to come out of isolation. And it is the example and the effort and testimony of a woman who has figured out how to stand in a storm on a foundation that is filled with the compassionate grace of Jesus Christ. A place where she knows she's safe and she cannot fall, no matter what the adversary's storms throw at her. It's that visual to see what that looks like and what that sounds like in another mother in the light that can make all the difference. Sometimes the bravest thing a mother can do is to have the courage to come out of isolation and align herself with other women who are walking a similar journey and understand the kind of effort and strength and endurance that kind of journey takes. It can be her first step to healing when she allows people to say to her, I can see you. I know what it's like to be in that place. And I also know that it's possible to get out of that dark place. Come, let's fight and support and counsel together so that we can be the courageous mothers that we want to be in the storms that will always be part of our day. Nobody understands how to succor us more than our Savior, Jesus Christ, that has been through all things so that he'll know just how to do that for us. And likewise, when we are needing Christ-like compassion, the people who can give us the hope that we desire in a stormy place and help us to see just a little bit of that light of hope in the darkness that we're standing in, are the people who have had the courage, the strength, and the fought-for insight that has come through the Spirit to step further and further into the light of healing that comes through the grace of Jesus Christ. As one woman who's in the darkness can see another woman who has figured out how to stand in a storm just as fierce as the one she's in, maybe even more fierce. She has hope that she too can figure out how to do that. But nothing is more miraculous than the Christ-like compassion that happens when a mother who has figured out how to stay in the light of Christ and His healing power looks into the eyes of another mother who is trying to get there and says, I can see you. You are beautiful right there where you're at. And because Jesus Christ has helped me to heal and shown me how to stand in this storm in a peaceful place, in a peaceful way, I can easily look at you with so much compassion and Christ-like feeling in my mother heart and help you to see that you are a miracle and you can, through His compassion, have your heavy heart lifted.
and he can help you to overcome your tragic losses and carry your heavy burdens. It is my honor to bear testimony for thousands of mothers who know in behalf of all women who are atmosphere angels and God's secret weapon in this royal army that we covenant-keeping brothers and sisters are in, that Jesus Christ's compassion heals us. And when he taught us, those who mourn are blessed, he meant those who mourn also are miracles and can create that for people that they love because of his power to strengthen and enhance us through his grace.